Okay, I'm, I'm going to have to say this now. This whole sleeping in an actual bed thing and not on the ground for longer than an hour at a time is going to take some getting used to. I mean, not I'm not complaining, but after three years where any sleep means you are exposed and open to be eaten by fucking monsters constantly fucking hunting you... The idea of a bed in a moderately safe environment that isn't directly exposed to the elements is a fucking kick in the pants. I've jumped more times out of bed, weapon in hand and ready to run, more times this week than I care to admit. At this point, a mouse fart is going to scare the shit out of me. Also, I've learned something rather important about this place. The numbers that are broadcasting are played at a deafening level, at random intervals, usually in the middle of the night through speakers that are hidden in the wall. Yeah, and I'm not saying the first time this happened I pissed my pants, but on an unrelated note, my pants have been thoroughly cleaned this week. Here's the important bit I mentioned earlier. Guar played music at a lower volume than this. And if you are so young that you don't remember Guar, one, how are you still alive? And two, I weep you'll never know the joy that is metal music. The point is, it was loud. Shake the dust from the ceiling loud. And when I looked outside to see if the revs were coming, there was nothing moving in the woods. Nothing. Listen, it was so loud, every single revenant in a two-mile radius should have come running, full tilt boogie. And with the screaming they do to attract others means every single one of them in an eight-mile radius should have been here. Except they weren't. They aren't. Hell, when I looked outside, there was a damn deer at the fence line. Looking more surprised than I was that some random guy with piss-covered pants was standing there. Which means it's safe to assume that this place is, you guessed it, soundproofed. I've been spending the last few days going over the control panel here and trying to find the volume button. Still haven't fucking found it yet. But that being said, I think it's important to give you guys an idea of what I'm working with here. The basic dimensions of this place I'm at is that of your average double-wide trailer. You got 24 by 40, so it's a little over 900 square feet. You've got the basic layout, two rooms, both of which seem to be bedrooms, sparse, nothing extravagant, no windows even. The bathroom has been converted into an extra storage room, and the living room is set up to be a sort of broadcast center. Now, bear that in mind, the most amazing part has to be the kitchen. It's got a wood stove, which works really well heating the place up considering the floor space, a wash basin, and of course, the coup de gras, coffee. Yes, coffee. I'm talking a shit ton of it. Carefully bagged, sealed, and tagged. Listen, my math is rusty, but given the sheer volume of it, if I drank one pot a day, every day, I would not run out for well over two years. On a personal note, I have 
no idea what Black Phillips blend is, but by God, I am going to find out. I've done a basic inventory of food supplies as well, and I currently have enough provisions that if I maintain the minimum of 2,000 calories a day, I will be good for the next six months. Fresh water is due to a pump outside connected to a well. So what exactly does this tell us? Well, let's, let's take a look at the facts. One, soundproofed housing. Two, cinder block housing designed for the exterior. Three, readily available access to fresh water. Four, massive supplies of prepackaged food. Five, two bedrooms. Six, solar panels to power the facility. Seven, the aforementioned shit ton of coffee. Bearing these pieces of information in mind, we can draw some conclusions. One, there were originally two people here. Two, this place was built before the Great Panic. Three, it was built, supplied, and maintained for the purpose of long-term survival. Which opens up a ton of questions, not the least of which is where are the former residents? I didn't even mention the outhouse and the pile of pre-cut wood for the stove. So where are the former residents? How long ago did they run off? Why did they run off? What are the purpose of the numbers being broadcast? Are there more stations like this? Are they connected? Does this mean there might be a government infrastructure? Oh, God! Damn, you fucking piece of shit! Shut the fuck up! Oh, thank God. God damn it. I broke my coffee cup when I... Hold on a second. Oh, you have got to be fucking kidding me. Episode 2, Home Sweet Home, was written and performed by Joel Mingle. Today's music was composed by Andrew Nakataro. You can find this track and more of his music at freepd.com. The Edge of the World broadcast is a bi-weekly podcast, and like all podcasts, we need you to rate and review on iTunes. It really helps the exposure of the show. Thoughts? Comments? Complaints? Feel free to contact us at edgeoftheworldcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at EdgeWorldCast. We'd love to hear from you. So until next time, stay safe.